Hey everyone, this is Richard Deitch, and I host the Sports Media The Richard Deitch Podcast. What can you expect from this podcast? Well, each week I'll have interviews and in-depth conversations with the people who bring you the sports you love, as well as roundtables with sports media reporters about television, digital, audio, radio, print, and other forms of media. If you are interested in sports broadcasting and how you watch, listen, and read about the games you love, listen on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast. Flu season is here. Protect yourself and your loved ones with a seasonal flu or senior flu shot at The Shot Nurse. With three locations, it's fast, convenient, and easy. Plus, it's free with most insurance. Or for groups of 10 or more, The Nurse can come to you. Call 901-685-9999 or go to shotnurse.com to book your group appointment. The Shot Nurse is your wise choice. The Fool's Gold Giveaway is here at Southland, where you could win big cash. Join us on Fridays and Saturdays in November, where 10 winners are drawn every hour from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. to win up to $5,000 cash. Earn entries daily. You'll get one entry for every 23 points earned, plus five times the entries on Mondays. There's nothing foolish about the cash we're giving away, so come on down to Southland in November to go for the gold. Must be 21+. plus. Play responsibly for health bidding. Call 800-522-4700. Here Here comes the Sandman. Ladies and gentlemen. Adam Sandler. One, two, three, four. The I Missed You Tour. Should we clap along? Trying to play guitar a little bit for you. Adam Sandler. Live. Take him away. FedEx Forum, November 16th. All right, let's lose that. I hate it. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through November 15th, new customers can get 75 megabit internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service. Actual speeds vary. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Oh, coming down. Sweetie's snack bar boarded up now. And Eggles the tailor and the shine boy's gone. Faded out with ragtime blues And he's cast in bronze And he's standing in a little park With his trumpet in his hand Like he's listening back To the good old bands And the kick of high heels Hi, right, back on the Jeff Gawkins show Let's do this Chris Herndon deal 
Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill. Rediscover downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. She's the old man's angel overseer. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's uh, Furry Sings the Blues by Joni Mitchell. A pretty classic Memphis song from her travel log album, Hegira. Uh, Joni Mitchell turned 80 today. I saw Drew Hill was asking, was soliciting questions for uh, the podcast over there at the Daily Memphian that you and Drew do. How often do you take reader questions as part of your, as part of your or listener questions, either one, as part of your, your uh, the podcast? Um, I, there's no, like, set. It's whenever Drew feels like asking. I mean, Drew sort of <laughs> steers the ship on the pod. I just sit there and try to respond to whatever he says. And so, I, you know, whenever he does it, basically. I got you. Uh, okay. Well, two questions that, that you bring up. You know, the piece that you – we talked about it yesterday, the piece that you were writing about the Grizzlies coming back from the West Coast, from Portland, not just with a W, but with a more functional basketball team. Your piece is up at the Daily Memphian. I have tweeted it out if folks want to read it over there. Um, you do bring up, uh, again, and we touched about this briefly, the question of whether Biombo or Canard should or will move into the starting lineup. What, do you, what are the arguments for and against with each? Well, I think with Canard, I think given that your backcourt is Marcus Smart and, um, and Desmond Bain, uh, I, I think, you know, shooting probably elevates that lineup more than defense does. And I think if you just want to maximize your starting lineup, I think Luke Kennard, if he is shooting well, um, will maximize that more than Zaire Williams. If Luke Kennard's not shooting well, he won't maximize anything. But your, but you're like, you know, average Luke Kennard, I think, elevates that lineup more. The problem with the whole question of, of like, that stuff is, like, you don't, like, pick a starting lineup and play those five right. players together for 48 minutes. And so it's a matter of mixing and matching lineups across 48 minutes. I think starting lineups probably get overemphasized a little bit. But I think if you're trying to put your best lineup on the floor to start the game, I think Luke Kennard elevates the lineup more than Zaire Williams. Um, the argument against would be, like, you know, we're trying to play in the long game with Zaire Williams and he's shown some progress, we're rewarding that, et cetera. Um, I'm pretty torn on that. I, I think I might go with Kennard right now, um, given the desperate straights they're in and try to maximize his minutes and his minutes with those players. Um, on the Biombo thing, you know, it's partly what do you think you're going to get out of Tillman? I thought Tillman played really well the first three games, and Tillman was terrible the next three games. And, like, what do you think you're going to get out of Tillman? I do think there is value in trying to have one of Jaron and Biombo on the floor most of the time. And I think that is harder to accomplish with Biombo in the starting lineup. And so I guess my instinct would be to roll out Tillman and Kennard as the other two starters. It is interesting. The two best teams in the league so far this year, again, very different teams in very different situations in terms of health and quality and everything else. But they both have killer starting lineups, Boston and Denver, and not a lot of depth, right? Like they both um, – Yeah. Uh, uh, have that. And, uh, you also touch on it, and you mentioned on on this show uh, last week when Biombo was signed. His contract um, is structured the way it is, partly so he will be a potential trade chip. But I have two questions. If in the end, so tell me this, if in the end, it doesn't seem likely, but they just decide at the end of when Ja's roster spot, when Ja comes back, the roster extra roster spot is gone. They decide to cut him. Right. Is his contract guaranteed? Like what, what, how is it structured in that fashion? It's 1 million of it is guaranteed. I'm not sure what the micro structure is in terms of, you know, how, how the non guaranteed stuff accumulates over time. Like I don't, I don't think that's important to anyone, but like Robert Paris pocketbooks, right. Fans like need to sweat that, but one million of it is guaranteed. And so if they cut him tomorrow, he gets a million dollars. Um, at what point you hit the million mark and the rest of the non-guaranteed starts accruing and what, you know, right. what, with what rapidity does it accrue? Like, I don't know. I don't really care. Right. In terms of the, in terms of the cap implications, though, just cutting him. The cap implications don't matter unless because the Grizzlies, because of where the Grizzlies are. I see. The Grizzlies are over the cap. They're below the tax. They're hovering the in, the, in the middle territory. Right. And, the, again, that's 
it's important for the for the people who run the team to sweat all the details, right. and I, I tend to point those out. But like, they, these are details that really shouldn't matter to even fans who care a lot. <laughs> right. Don't really need to care that much about that. The um, in terms of when this time is up, uh, the Grizzlies will have to get rid of. will have to shed a player one way yeah. or another. They could yeah, trade. They, they could they trade have a player. roster spots at the moment, but they have to be back down to 15 once Jaws is made active. What do you see as the possible options? I think if you're going to cut a player, there are probably only three options. There should be four options, but there are probably only three options, and those in order of easiest to, to less easy, I guess, to do would be Biombo, Kenneth Lofton, Jake LaRavia. Um. You know, if you're if it's strictly a basketball decision, you could add Derrick Rose to that, but I don't think that's really going to happen. Um, the issue with Rose and Laravia would be if you cut those guys, you have to eat a year of salary next year too, sort of like you did when they cut Kennedy Chandler. They had to eat an additional full year of salary. Um, there is no guaranteed money for Biombo or Lofton beyond this season, so like that, that's definitely pass, pass of least resistance is to choose between those two players and cut the other one, and that is the likely way we're headed. Um, so if you're going to just cut a player, it's going to be one of those three probably, um, Biombo, Lofton, LaRavia. Um, the other thing is like you'd have to make some kind of trade that would free a roster spot, in which case like who knows what that, what, what that could be, right? You wouldn't necessarily have to trade the player that you would cut. You could trade someone else in some other deal that opens a roster spot. That is also not likely, but it certainly could happen. It's interesting that you put LaRavia even on that list of the possible, given that they gave up two first-round picks for him. A yeah, year and a half likely, ago. Right. But I think the way he's played and the way they've responded to his play by pushing him down the rotation. Like on this road trip, Kenneth Lawton, who was essentially the 15th man, has played ahead of LaRavia. And Vince Williams Jr. on a two-way has played ahead of LaRavia. And so, like, the team has sort of suggested, at least in the short term, that, like, they're pretty down on what LaRavia has done. And at some point, like, you have decisions to make. And, like, you know, they actively traded – to get Kennedy Chandler, like it, like they, that wasn't a pick they had. Like they gave up stuff to get into the draft to get Kennedy Chandler, and they gave him two years of guaranteed money, and then they ended up cutting him. That happens sometimes. Uh, in John Hollinger's recent piece, he about Boston, he had this phrase: "It appears that Boston quote cashed in on its Marcus Smart stock at just the right time." Now that may be more about the from the Boston perspective than a reflection on Marcus Smart. Um, it feels a little early for me to say any of that, but, but um, and it's also he's being asked to do something that is, he's not best at. And so what do you make of this idea that Boston may have cashed in at exactly the right time? Well, I mean, from their perspective, especially once they were able to then go out and they had Drew Holiday, right. like from their perspective, all the moves make a lot of sense and have, yep. have, improved, have improved their team from their perspective. We don't. It doesn't matter. It's sort of like the trade is not a zero sum thing, right? There's no one winner and one loser. It's just, or do do you accomplish what you're trying to accomplish? From a Grizzlies perspective, it's sort of TBD. But I feel fine about what I've seen with Marcus Smart. I, you know, I think he's had good moments. He's had bad moments. He's been kind of erratic with the ball. Um, he's made lots of good plays. Um, it like none of it surprises me. The good and the bad, and the mix of the good and the bad, does not surprise me with Marcus Smart. That's kind of what he is. Um, I, I think to really to really judge that deal from a Grizzlies perspective, we have to wait and see what it looks like when John Morant comes back. Because I think what's important to remember is that the Grizzlies did not make that trade as a reaction to John Morant's absence. They made that trade as a reaction to John Morant's presence. That was the point of that trade. It wasn't, we need someone who can man our point guard position while Jaws out. They could have just kept Ice Jones for that. It was what is going to elevate our team when Ja is back with Ja and Bain and Jared. Who is going to fit, is going to be able to play a big role and play big minutes, and especially in playoff basketball, be more of an impact player. That's the bet that they make. In the piece today, um, you uh, write about the fine starts of Dez and Jaron in difficult circumstances, and that, in fact, it's been a little bit proof of concept. You now add Ja to them, and it, it doesn't dim right. your sense of hope for the future. It actually seems like it. And I, so I guess when you figure Marcus Smart into that, uh, jury's totally out, 
right? It's not, there's no there's no evidence of proof of concept yet because there can't be because we haven't seen him in the circumstance where he will where he will be deployed. That's right, and you know it, it, the idea is his fit with those players. The idea, especially, is his utility and performance in playoffs. Dylan Brooks has performed poorly the last two playoffs or had. He was actually really good against Utah three years ago, but he had been actively bad the past two playoffs. Tyus Jones had been both, I would say, erratic at best in the playoffs, but then also, like, when John Morant's there and John Morant's playing 40 minutes, there's, like, you don't actually can't use Tyus Jones that much. Smart has greater utility. It's a greater record of playoff performance, and, like, that's what it's about. And, like, is there a chance that things have gone so bad early in the season, like, you don't test it out in playoff basketball this year? That's definitely – there's definitely a threat of that. Another thing about Smart is that he's under contract for the next two seasons on a, on a reasonable number – whereas it was going to take, you know, a new four-year deal for Dylan Brooks at the same kind of money, essentially. And Tyus Jones is going to be a free agent next year and was going to go somewhere to be a starter. And so, like, that's also part of the rationale. That gets me to the other question. You, I appreciated the uh, Festivus reference in the column, the airing of grievances that we saw on the part of Grizzly fans. I mean, that, that, if, you were on, if you were on, like, you know, Memphis... <laughs> You know, sports Twitter or whatever over the weekend. Like Saturday was a full-on airing of grievances. So, and, and, I, and as I said in the column, my plan is like if they had lost on Sunday, my uh-huh. plan was the whole column was just going to be the the, the the blame power rankings. You know, let's count let's count it all down. But then they won the game, and that seemed like not quite the way to go. All right. Well, the one part of it, I, and we may talk about Taylor Jenkins another day or whatever else. But in terms of well, the one thing, because one of the things that I think we've been talking about all of the things that have gone wrong. Jaws suspension, the injuries. But then there is this, and they got rid of a bunch of players who were good and professional, and they replaced them with a bunch of players who are not necessarily as good. Uh, and, and in particular, there are four. Dylan Brooks, Tyus Jones, DeAnthony Melton, and Kyle Anderson. How many of those were financial decisions and i mean everything is by to some extent financial the financial part of it matters but how many of those like you just could not have kept them anyway like where is the well i I don't think i think you could have kept actually all of them for this you know if for this season but your decisions were not by necessity all about this season you couldn't you weren't going to sign dylan brooks to a one-year deal (laughs) so I, i i think i think the brooks thing in particular was just not Really, once you saw, I know, like the, there was a whole sham thing under any circumstances. Right. There were not any circumstances. There were specific circumstances. I think Brooks knew he was getting a, a four-year offer from Houston at roughly that level by the time all that right. happened. And the Grizzlies, I think, probably knew that too. And they just weren't going to do that. And so, I think the Brooks thing, like you know, financially, it would have they could have re- it would have been fine for this season. But like right. long term, there's that no was not really there's tenable. no blame there's no blame to be tossed on that one at all. And it's not everyone wasn't, had yeah, everyone yeah. had their reasons. In the yeah, end. yeah. All right. How about the, the other thing, three? Yeah. Yeah. To me, yeah, you go back. To me, the, the, the decisions this summer are more sound than the decisions the previous summer. Again, the Tyus thing, like, could you have kept him? Of course. But like, I mean, because Mark Smart, you're paying more than Tyus Jones. But like. Ty Jones is going to be free agent this next summer. You're probably going to re-sign him, and I think you'd rather have Marcus Smarter in this team than Tyus Jones when you have John Morant. I think that's a pretty easy decision. It's really back the previous year. Like, Melton's under, Melton's under contract. is still under contract on, like, absolute bargain of a deal. And so, like, there was no financial reason you needed to do that. I just think the team was sort of out on the Anthony Melton. And I think they did see value in, like, let's get a guy we like on the first year of a rookie contract – but I think it was more like their evaluation of Melton was lower than my evaluation of Melton or the Philadelphia 76ers evaluation of Melton or lots of other people's evaluation of Melton. The Cal Anderson thing was less financial because he signed a two-year deal for $9 million, which was a total bargain for Minnesota. Right. The Anderson thing was more of a basketball thing of they decided we have to build better shooting. Our role players have to be better shooters. Our role players around Josh Aaron Dez have to be better shooters. And so, you know, do you target LaRavia and Roddy since you think they're going to be better shooters? Now, the irony is that Kyle Anderson and Anthony Mountain both shot better from three last season than Jake LaRavia or David Roddy. I think the Grizzlies will jump in the gun on, like, the long-term development. Like, maybe these guys you draft pan out, but even if they do, it's going to be two or three years and you're good right now. I think what makes the Anderson thing more defensive, defensible is that Santi Aldama did pan out. And really-
This is a coordinated monthly test of the broadcast stations in your area. Equipment that can quickly warn you during emergencies is being tested. If this had been an actual emergency, official messages would have followed the alert tone. This concludes this test of the emergency alert system. goes. One right. game is not a test. You can uh, read Chris's piece over the Daily Memphian in the pod, but I presume it's going to go up later today. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks. Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. If you need a reason to watch this week's Thursday night football game, how about that one, Jeffrey? Woo, boy. It's Bears and Panthers. Mm. Is Bajant is, is still... They're saying fields, but I don't know. Um, anyway. I, I, I can personally <laughs> say, I speak for America. I've seen enough Tyson Bajan. Um, so, uh, have you seen enough Bryce Young? I still think Bryce's problem is more what's around him, but it's, it's, pretty t- it's a tough watch. It's a tough watch, particularly in the split screen. Correct. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, so... It's going to be a bit of a, a, a tough one to, to feel like you've got a lot going on there. But you can always go over to FanDuel and place a three-leg same-game parlay on the game and a no-sweat same-game parlay, and you will get bonus bets back if you don't win. So if you win, that's great. Money in your bank. It's safe. It's secure. It's FanDuel, uh, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And if you don't win, you're going to get bonus bets back. You can create your own three-leg same-game parlay, or they've got – all kinds of popular three built par- three three leg parlays pre built for you over at their top rated sports book app. It is FanDuel again, safe, secure, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be twenty one or older. Present Tennessee refund issued is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund five bucks unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline one eight hundred eight eight nine. Nine seven eight nine. Our man in Washington D.C., Charles Fishman. He'll join us next. It's Jeff Gawkins Show, ninety-two nine FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your. Gr- Groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's Gabe Coon. Check out the show all this week, 4 till 7 p.m. afternoons and Wednesday from 4 till 6.30. Then pregame for the Grizzlies game with Jessica Benson at 6.30, tip at 7 p.m. with Eric Hasseltine. Grizzlies receipt on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis' sports station. Get big savings and big rewards during Provember at Lowe's. Right now, MVPs members earn three times the bonus points on DeWalt products and save $200 on a DeWalt sliding compound miter saw. Plus, earn three times the bonus points on Little Giant products and save $70 on a Little Giant multi-position 14-foot ladder. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Valid through 1122. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. When my daughter gets a cold... (coughs) I have a secret weapon. Dayquil Kids Berry from Vicks. 
Dayquil Kids is specially formulated to treat kids' most bothersome cold and cough symptoms quickly. And the best part is that Dayquil Kids Berry tastes really great. Aren't you supposed to be resting? Maybe. Dayquil Kids Berry. The kids' berrylicious daytime congestion, coughing, stuffy head, stuffy nose, just for kids. Medicine. Safe for kids six years plus. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Find more reasons to celebrate when you shop with Family Dollar, helping you save on everything holiday this season. Deliver more wows with a whole new theme when you shop our wide selection of holiday decor and trees. Or stock up on wrapping supplies, such as paper, bows, and bags. Stuff their stockings with more cheer this year with great gifts for every age. Check out our holiday toy guide for a huge selection of brand name toys. Only at Family Dollar, helping you do more. Warning. The following Zaxby's ad may contain messaging upsetting to Philadelphians. Zaxby's took the iconic Philly sandwich, the quote-unquote perfect Philly sandwich, and made it perfecter by putting fried chicken on it. That's right, fried chicken on a Philly. And while Philadelphia might find it offensive, you can find it at your local Zaxby's. Finally, the Philly done right. Woo, sausage! Zaxby's. As Tennesseans, we all see and appreciate the abundant wildlife around us and the great fishing opportunities we have across our state, thanks to your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. I'm Don King, reminding you that none of this would have been possible without the support of hunters and anglers who have purchased licenses and paid the bills over the years. Don't forget to purchase your license this year. It's a great investment in Tennessee's wildlife future. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Medi Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. Hello, I'm Kathy Thurman Edwards, the State Farm Agent on Brookhaven Circle. You know, life is filled with what-ifs, and my team is ready to help you with your what-ifs. Call 901-767-7744. We're better looking than a lizard. The Frame Corner is your place for all your sports memories and memorabilia framing. They've been serving the Mid-South since 1975. The Frame Corner takes pride in providing the highest quality custom framing service to their clients. They carry premium, archival, and museum quality service to protect your artwork and take the utmost care in creating a safe and secure final product. The Frame Corner, 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis. Call 682-9901 or visit framecornermemphis.com. Imagine if you could charge your electric vehicle at the places you already love to eat, shop, and play. Whether you're at the movies, on your weekly grocery trip, or running errands at your local mall, Volta EV charging stations are built around your day-to-day and located in your community and nationwide. All you have to do is check in, plug in, and go about your day. It's EV charging made convenient. Download the Volta app to find your new favorite place to charge. (coughs) Oh, this cold. Honey? (laughs) Honey? Honey, you need Dayquil Severe Honey. Dayquil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a honey-licious taste. Because life doesn't stop for a cold. Okay, I'm ready to go. (coughs) Now I'm getting a cold. Honey. Try Dayquil Severe Honey for powerful cold and flu relief. Dayquil Severe with honey flavor. The daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head fever. Honey-licious, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Stick to the plan. Trust no one. From the director of Seven, Fight Club, and Gone Girl. Anticipate. Don't improvise. Michael Fassbender. Forbid empathy. Empathy is weakness. Weakness is vulnerability. This is what it takes if you want to succeed. 
Killer. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent. Intellect Theaters October. Streaming on Netflix November 10th. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. So it's Downtown Dining Week. Honestly, a majestic every week is Downtown Dining Week. Majestic Grill, 145 Main Street. It's a... uh, Slice of Memphis history right there. Fabulous food. And uh, for Downtown Dining Week, they have, uh, they have specials. And I got to tell you, by the way, uh, first of all, the drinks may appeal, including this one. Hot, hot apricot. Um, Old Dominic Honey Bell Vodka with apricot preserves and muddled jalapenos. How about that one? Or the... Uh, Majestic Stiletto. That's Old Dominic Bourbon. Disarona, is that right? Blackberry puree, soda water. Oh, pull in there, get a drink. And then they have a dinner menu. You get to choose one appetizer, citrus cured, cured salmon or steak tartare. One entree, grilled trout or chicken confit. And the dessert, warm chocolate cake. Warm chocolate cake. $32 a person. Ah, it is the Majestic Grill Downtown Dining Week. Listen, every week should be Downtown Dining Week, and if you're looking for a place to go downtown, go to Majestic, 145 Main Street. Charles Fishman is our man in Washington, D.C., joins us now. Charles, of course, is the author of three New York Times bestsellers, most recently One Giant Leap, about the extraordinary efforts of ordinary Americans to get us uh, to the moon. Also a three-time winner of the Gerald Loeb Award for Excellence in Business Writing and a retired Mississippi River tugboat deckhand. Charles, were you saying something just then? Uh, I'm leaving the show to go get some warm chocolate cake. I'll be back in 10 minutes. (laughs) Try and fill in the gap. Every time. It's like, let's see if there's a restaurant ad we can torture fishmen with. Warm chocolate cake sounds great, doesn't it? Warm. Especially to a guy who hasn't had breakfast yet. I would like somebody to bring me a a nice slice of warm chocolate cake right now. Warm. Power the segment along. Cake. We, the other day, by the way, Claire and I, two nights ago, we decided to go out at 10 o'clock at night. We decided to go out and buy ice cream. And we went to Kroger and got there. Is it called Premium Selection, Jeffrey? Do you know I'm Private Selection? Private Selection, private, yes. Their Private Selection ice cream, which is really good. And we, the problem is we then got four, what's the big thing? Half quart? What's that? A half gallon? What's the, the big you know, rectangular things? We got four half of those. Gallon. Yeah. We got a, a sort of a lemon mango, which is just unbelievably good. I wouldn't have thought it, but it's incredibly good. We got a black raspberry with chocolate. We got a, a toffee, something toffee. Every one of these was half a gallon? Yeah, and then we got a sea salt with caramel. And we came back, and we had a taste test of all four that night. And now the problem is they're like a siren. They're just sitting in there, half, four half gallons of ice cream, calling to me at every second. I'd bring you that if I could, but I, I have no capacity. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of ice cream. I, I don't think I've ever bought four half gallons of ice cream in my entire life at the same time. I think I'd like to be at your house. Which one of those would you like to eat? Shop. Which would you eat if you have one? I know you're, you're a simple man when it comes to ice cream. If you had to eat one of uh, those. I, I didn't listen close enough. Not the mango, that's for sure. It's delicious. It's more, like it's more, it's cream, more lemon. You know. It's more lemonade than ice cream. Anyway, I, I uh, do like lemon. A little lemony sorbet is good. All right, did you did, did you have something about Halloween that you wanted? I to? wanted at Halloween. We had so many Halloween stats last week, and and we really sort of outlined all the economics and the and the and the numbers around Halloween. And I wanted to give you one last number, okay? Because this is what people wait. I know that people. The show. Wait, the I'll be honest. Wait. The show kind of rolls on. Like last week was Halloween. I know. This week Halloween is something anymore. else. But we're go ahead. Giving. We're moving on. Right. Right. Here's the number. Here's the number. One. The number is one. We had. It's a new low. One oh. trick or treater came to the door. Wow. Uh, so we hidden in the house because my wife's a little like you. Hidden in the house. You now hide the chocolate. Have, we still have some Halloween candy. I wonder and I how many up. families actually are reduced to 
in order to help the person hiding something in the house, we do that. Like if we bring we, nuts to the house, I tell Claire, I said, you have to, we can get, we can get nuts, but you have to hide them. Like I, I can't know where they are or they'd be, I'd eat them all at once. Right. My, I bring my wife Halloween candy uh, up to the bedroom for a little candy before bed every night until the Halloween candy is gone. But you don't tell her where it is. Yeah. But she doesn't want me to. She doesn't want course, me to. No, she wants the candy gift. at the end of the day. Right. And there's a moment in it's the beautiful. afternoon evening at 4.30 when she gets the munchies or at 7 o'clock when dinner's right. not ready. She would just have three fun-sized bags of M&Ms right then. Boom. Exactly. That's how it would work. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I want to say, I want to say, I wish we had the technology to do this. I, on Tuesdays, I should listen to the show and I should be able to, like, like the old MTV show, I should be able to provide live commentary as the show is rolling on Fish on Friday on Tuesdays. 72 cheerleaders? I think, like, there well, they're, 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 not the just, they're not just cheerleaders. This is from they're my report right. from last night at the Memphis Tiger basketball game. They're, Charles, it's they're the... Dancers. It's the Palm Squad. That's the dancers. And then right. it's the new the Ambush talent, Squad. Talent and skill. I understand all that. And it's the I, Ambush Squad. I wish squad. newsrooms could have that. I want, I want, I just want two. Just two. <laughs> I need 72. I, I, I think it's an art in and of itself. I don't really think it's about the cheering anymore as much as you would think. And it's by just, the way, it's just a performance. They really weren't cheer, so much cheering for the Tigers if, as they were. Here we are. If right. you okay. want to be a. If you if you want that, what I would suggest is you look at who Gannett just hired as the Taylor Swift reporter, right? Because uh, his name is Brian West. I was sorry to see you didn't get the job. Well, and about I, him, I watched his application video. I watched the application. I, I thought we were saving him to the end. I'm there not saving him for around. anything, Charles. This is this so, is once again you're trying to I'm run the show. You. Who, what, Jeffrey? What's the name of the show? I forget. It is the Jeff Calkins oh, show. Oh, yeah. It's the Jeff Calkins show. G-E-O-F-F-C-A-L-K-I-N-S-N-O-U. In this segment, it's the Charles Fishman show with Jeff Calkins. Anyway, Calkin. here's the funny thing. In it, you know because you watched it, he said, listen, it's just like sports writers who are fans of their team. And let's be honest. In the world of sports writers, we're shaking our head. and We're going, what is the wor- what? No. No, actually, we're not. We, we go out of our way to not be fans of the team but he is brian west is going to be a fan do, of the do tyler you know what he did to prove his props as a both a fan and a critic of his willingness to be critical he named the three songs he absolutely cannot stand but he got but he got one of the names wrong i'm told uh the Swift, swifties that. don't seem happy I, I is what i'm told but go ahead what are the songs that he can't stand? Um, the songs he can't stand are Stay, 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 False God, and It's Nice to Have a Friend. Uh, but he was, it was a great application. It was? Um, okay. we, will, we will post the video in a minute. Uh, uh, Jeffrey will tweet out the video since we're talking about this guy. This was the application, the, the, the Tennessean, the, the newspaper in Nashville, owned by Gannett, USA Today, decided to hire a Taylor Swift uh, reporter when Taylor Swift became not just a cultural force, but an economic force. He's won two Emmys uh, for his news coverage. So he's a real guy. He's a real guy. And the uh the application application video is very funny, just five minutes. Um, He says, I'm a one-man band. I bring the cameras, the lighting, the microphones, the editing software. I can do it all. Uh, he met Taylor Swift um, uh, uh, on one of her concert tours, and quote unquote, our ears touched. They, he he got photographed that's standing great. next to her, and the ears touched. That's creepy as hell. Um, that's a little creepy, but it was funny. It was in context, right. it was funny. And for those of you who think you have his journalistic qualifications, among other things, he listed. Maybe continuing the creepy theme. He's not creepy at all. He's a licensed FAA drone pilot. So if they ever need to drone <laughs> Taylor Swift to keep track of her, he has an FAA drone pilot flight. Okay, two things. Uh, One is, yeah. um, I was talk- when we were talking about this, and I really want to move on from Taylor Swift, but when we were talking about this recently, I said that uh, Lexi, uh, the official Taylor Swift correspondent on the Jeff Gawkins show, I said that 
Gannett had made a terrible mistake because they hi- hadn't hired Lexi Johnston. They hired someone else, and they hadn't hired. And the person who literally did this search is the editor of the Commercial Appeal, Mark Russell, because he saw me at a cup coffee shop, and he said, Jeff, I'm doing the search. We have not picked anyone, <laughs> and um, I know this because I am running the search. So, uh, so there you go. There was some controversy that— I don't, Wait a minute. I don't know, but they have picked them now. Now they have, but at the time yes. when I said they had yes, not sir. done it, they had oh. not picked him. Oh, they hadn't picked him. They hadn't had picked him, so he corrected but me. she did apply, but I think I haven't looked up Lexi's Twitter. Did you see if Lexi agreed that he was a good choice? I have not seen Lexi's opinion on this. Um, what he said that got sports writers roiled up was he said, I would say this position is no different than being a sports journalist who's a fan of the home team. I just came from Phoenix, and all the anchors there were wearing Diamondbacks gear. They want the Diamondbacks to win. So there you go. But anyway, uh, moving right along, uh, there is, first of all, by the way, you didn't put on the list of things that you were going to send me, news about Apple. But since we last spoke, Apple came out with their whatever it's called, quarterly report. Quarterly results. We call them quarterly results. Yeah. And and how's Apple doing? I got the sense it's kind of muddling along, that company. It's interesting. Apple has now recorded four straight quarters. for those doing their math, that's a whole year of very gently declining sales. Really? Um, which is which? Which was? But you know, we we we, we in the we in the financial uh, uh, analysis trade say it was a tough compare, right? This is twenty three. Last year, sales con- had continued their pandemic surge. So if you grow hugely. In the year after that, it's hard to compete ah, with right. your own previous year's performance. Right. And so um, here, here's the big news. There's a couple of little wonderful tidbits, but the, the, news, the news that didn't get that much attention, Apple is the single most profitable. It's not the largest company in America or the largest company in the world, but is the single most profitable publicly traded company, $100 billion in profit last year, $100 billion. And uh, Walmart is the largest company in America by sales, by employees. Walmart's profit is about $16 billion. When, when you spend wow. $100 at Walmart, Walmart keeps $3. When you spend $10 at Walmart, they keep $0.30. Cents. When you spend $100 at Apple, they keep $46. <laughs> So, but so and this that's is particularly the single most profitable company. This is in, particularly uh, true with services. And basically, if you have an Apple phone, you presumably are Apple, whatever. At some point, you're just getting these two dollars and sixty cent charges because you've signed up and allowed Apple, to, at least for me, reach into my checking account and get this money out of there, right. which is you for have the weather. You have a weather app. You have Spotify that you bought through them. You have we have in our family. Apparently, we have a data center dedicated to the Fishman-Wilson family. Lots of people in our family are buying two terabytes of data a month. Right, so you're buying extra extra room or space or whatever you call it. I'm not that sophisticated. That's called service. And iTunes, anytime you buy a Taylor Swift album, that's iTunes. If you're a a subscriber to Apple TV. Um, And their services, so there are now two billion Apple devices in the world. Yeah. There are only 7 billion people. <laughs> so that's kind of amazing. And every one of those devices has the ability to subscribe to something that costs $2.99 a month. Right. And the, the remarkable thing about the $2.99 a month is it's big enough that services is now the number two category for Apple. iPhones, $44 billion in the last quarter. Services, $22 billion, everything else also $22 billion. The services money is, wow. is the same as laptops, iPads, and then things like watches and headphones. Services is as big as that. And here's the thing. You spend $100 at Apple, they keep whatever I said, $46. Right. You spend $100 in services, they keep $76. <laughs> it's just Pure profit, literally right. all they're all they're spending money on 
is Great. paying. It's nice to know someone's doing well. It's nice to know someone's doing well. It is nice to know someone's doing well. But you know what? What? The, the, the satisfaction rate with Apple products uh-huh. is between 96 and 98%, depending on the that's product. That's crazy. They're not that, and that's independent. There's no one is that happy about anything. Ever. There's like, no one is that, that happy, happy about, about anything, anything, except for this I'm segment. Not, I don't give myself. I don't, Charles Fishman doesn't give Charles. <laughs> there's a term for this. It's called <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. It's a, it, Jeffrey says there's a term for this. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. Do you not have an Apple phone? What do you have? Oh, Jeff, I'm I'm addicted. I, 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 oh, I, you are. Computer, okay. it's all. Like, You've got Apple. Yeah, I'm, I'm part of the cult. Okay. Uh, uh, m- moving right along, you have uh, baby data. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, you and, and certainly the readers, uh, the listeners of 92.9 know that I am obsessed with the U.S. birth rate. You where are. is the U.S. birth rate? Do you know, Jeff Cawkins? What does Do you it mean, where is it? Is it on the top yeah. shelf where her mama hides the cookies? How, how are we doing on having babies in America? I think we're probably doing a bad job of having babies in America. Worst in history. The U.S. birth That's why we have to have so many people coming in across our borders is to uh, is to make up for the dearth of babies in America. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not going to tangle this. Yes, immigration policy. To a right. low birth rate anyway, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't mean to bring that up. So we're doing terrible about having babies <laughs> in America. Yeah, we're doing terrible right now in the United States. The um, average number of children. Per adult woman, births is 1.6. In the 1960s, it was 3.6 children per woman. My mom had four. Your mom had nine. My wife's mom had seven. Um, In the 90s and the 2000s, the birth rate was still over two per woman. You need 2.1 in a a developed country with with, with, um, reliable health care. You need 2.1 births per woman just to replace the current population. If you have 300 million people. Why is that? If you lose one, you gain one. You lose one, you gain one. It's like. uh, Well, men don't. I'm not sure if you learned this. I see. (laughs) Men don't get to reproduce. So you need one for the dude, one for yourself. You need one for the dude, and and you need a little more than two because... Because things happen. Unfortunately, even children um, die. Right. So 2.1 is considered replacement. We're at 1.6. It's never been measured lower. The Washington Post asked, so, but this isn't... This isn't about that. The Washington Post has a data guy who's, who's got crazy, a crazy brain, and he asked, okay, does that mean only child families, single, one-child families, are soaring? You would think if the birth rate is falling right. that you, you might guess intuitively, I bet there are a lot more families that only have one child. Well, this is why we ask questions. This is why journalism is so much fun. It's not true. The number of women who only have one child has not changed at all. It's been totally stable going back 50 years. It is about one in five. 20% of women who have children only have one child. One and done, as they say. Um, so why is the birth rate falling? Two things have happened. And, and, and we kind of know one of these intuitively. The number of families that have three children or more has fallen dramatically. In 1975, uh, so that would be when I was in junior high, in 1975, 38% of women who had children had three or more children. More than a third. That's a lot. In 1995, it was 22%. So it fell really dramatically. It's continued to drift down a little bit since now. And maybe people have a sense of this. The number of women who have no children Leaped in 1975, only 18% of women. This is women 25 to 44, 24 to 25 to 44, which is called considered prime childbearing age. The number of women who had no children was 18% in 1975. In 1995, it was 27%. Today, it's more than a third. 35% of women in America today have no children. So. Um, so that's, that's what's happening to the birth rate. Um, the interesting little tidbit that they found, which I thought, which I thought was really interesting. If you go back to this 
single child family, most people think that having more than one children, child, having more than one children, having more than one child is the right thing to do. The way they put it in this wonderful story is if people want kids, they want more than one. And the tidbit that's interesting is even people who have one child think you should have more than one child. 76% say, 76% of people with one child say two or three is the best number. So millennials are the people who are not having children. Millennial generation is 27 to 42 right now. And is there, is there a sense of why? Is there a sense of... Uh... Of course there is. Of course there is. Uh, uh, cars cost $1,000 a month. Houses cost $4,000 a month. That's $5,000 a month. And their income is $2,000 a month. <laughs> it's, it's money. It's money. It's not, oh, this world is burning up or it's hopelessness or whatever. It's the well, financial. Well, two things. Yeah, there's lower marriage rates. And lower marriage rates, there's a, there's a big bundle of issues around why people 27 to 42 are, are marrying um, uh, less soon and less commonly than, than people before. But it is, it, it is statistically true that you're more likely to have children if you're married than if you're not married. And, um, and home ownership is directly linked to having babies. And there's a you know, chicken and egg thing there. Did you buy the house because you're having the babies? Or you, know, you didn't have the babies because you're buying the house. But if you can't see how you're ever going to move out of your one-bedroom apartment, I right. literally have, have friends, both of whom are, are, um, are journalists, uh, well-employed journalists in New York City, they have lived, they have a, they have a, I guess he's uh, 12 now. They have a lovely 12 year old boy. They live in a one bedroom apartment in New York. And their one bedroom apartment in New York, very nice, nice part of the city, is more expensive than our house in Washington. Yeah, that's crazy. And mom and dad sleep in a bed in the living room <laughs> that is curtained off. And these, these people are adults. And so you sort of, if, you're, if you're looking down the barrel at that at age 28 or age 32, you might think, huh. Anyway, we need people to have children. You want to mention Election Day, Charles? It's Election Day across this country, including right here in, in Mississippi. We should, vote, we should vote for more children. Okay. Um, your, your traditions need work. Uh, okay, there's, there's a couple of really interesting races. In Ohio... Abortion is on the ballot, quote-unquote, issue number one. It is a constitutional amendment to protect abortion rights in the Ohio Constitution. Ohio has already enacted a six-week abortion ban, no exceptions, not even for rape and incest. This is a ballot initiative. It will be really important to see Ohio is a classic, used-to-be, blue, shifted red, is it, you know, is it, is it Republican? Is it Democrat? It leans Republican pretty distinctly now, but abortion rights cross um, those, those party identifiers. So that's going to be really important. I sense you're going to cut me off here momentarily. Mississippi, the best race of all in the country, uh, governor's race, Representative Tate, I'm sorry, Representative, Republican Tate Reeves, who mm-hmm. is the governor of Mississippi, has this sort of years-long scandal that involves Brett Favre and misappropriating Brett state Favre, money. Uh-huh. Brett, Brett Favre, isn't that what I said? I thought you said Brent. His, I was so hung up opponent, on you telling me I needed to work on my transitions on my own radio his opponent, show. His opponent <laughs> is a Democrat. <laughs> yes, He's we know. He's a member of the Public Service Commission of Mississippi, and it's Brandon Presley. We know this. We know all of this. We get the ads every single day on our televisions. Uh, but you probably and, don't uh, talk about it on the radio. No. The nice, thing, the nice thing about Brandon Presley is he has that Presley heritage, but he actually looks like Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's been 20 years since Mississippi had a Democratic governor. Um, and, and it's really fair to say Tate Reeves is kind of, quote, unquote, scandal plagued. So, um, uh uh, that's kind of a fun race. We try to stay um, away from politics on this show, uh, Charles. We try to, I'm just to stick telling to people sports. what to watch for. <laughs> we what try to, to stick away. So we'll, it, would be, it would be a remarkable turn of events if a Democrat could become governor in Mississippi. Mississippi, I'm right. pu- I put my money on Tate Reeves. Uh, but we shall see how it all unfolds. All right, uh, I'm cutting you off now. Thank you, Charles. I appreciate it. That's it? That's the end on of the Twitter, You guys have a good on week. Twitter, we'll on Twitter, on Twitter. At he was as ornery as ever.
on Twitter, at C. Fishman. <sighs> right now over at FanDuel, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's right, $150 if your team wins for just a measly $5 Moneyline bet. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, FanDuel no better time than right now. App is easy to use, money safe and secure. It's official sports betting partner of the NFL. FanDuel.com slash Calkins. That's C-A-L-K-I-N-S. C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call Tennessee Bedline. 1-800-889-9789. It's, uh, it's John Martin's wife, Sam's birthday, Jeffrey. I know that's what's coming up next. What else is coming up next? Here's what's coming up next. Jessica Benson will join Jason and John at 1125. Tim Murray will join us on Giannato and Jeffrey today. Jeff, of course, with Gabe at 5 o'clock. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, For now, work is done. Coming up at 11 a.m., it's the Jason and John Show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. When you think of Medicare Advantage, you may think of your doctor's office. But what if your plan offered care that went beyond to your grocery store? where a healthy grocery allowance turns eating well into living well, or on your street, where you get help with transportation to a checkup. Medicare Advantage plans from WellPoint. Your whole health is our whole point. Services are provided by WellPoint Texas Inc. or WellPoint Tennessee Inc. WellPoint is a Medicare Advantage plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in WellPoint depends on contract renewal. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It's nitty-gritty time in college football. Here's a winning parlay for a weekend with massive playoff implications. Michigan travels to Penn State. Penn State's coach has a terrible record against top 10 teams. However, it's a bigger line, five and a half. And Michigan has reached November without playing against a single-ranked team. Give me Penn State. I really like Washington laying points at home against Utah. The last time Utah was in this spot against a really good team in Oregon, they got beat by four touchdowns. Georgia as a big favorite versus Ole Miss. My favorite bet of the night. Ole Miss managed only 10 points against Alabama. I think they're getting blown out. This college football parlay pays about 6-1. to one. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Provember is here at Lowe's. Right now, save $200 on a DeWalt sliding miter saw. Lowe's knows pros while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Valid through 1122. Subject to change. Flu season is here. Protect yourself and your loved ones with a seasonal flu or senior flu shot at the Shot Nurse. With three locations, it's fast, convenient, and easy. Plus, it's free with most insurance. Or for groups of 10 or more, the nurse can come to you. Call 901-685-9999 or go to shotnurse.com to book your group appointment. The Shot Nurse is your wise choice. When it comes to home comfort, there's only one name you need to remember. That's Landmark Heating and Air Conditioning. Still family-owned and operated, we've been keeping you comfortable with superior service and exceptional products for over 50 years. Whether it's routine maintenance, emergency service, or a complete new system, our trained, professional, and friendly staff is always ready to assist you. For all your home comfort needs, we are the comfort company you can trust. Call us today at 365-4260 or visit us at LandmarkHeatingAndAir.com. Get big savings and big rewards now during Provember at Lowe's. Right now, save $80 on a DeWalt 20-volt two-tool combo kit and earn three times the bonus points. Redeem those points for offers like NFL tickets to regular season games, a Super Bowl 58 experience for two, and more rewards. Because Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts of any. Valid through 1122. Subject to change. I'll tell you what, when folks come to my house, you know what they drink on? That would be Old Dominic Tennessee Whiskey. And it is made right here in the heart of downtown Memphis. Distilled, barreled, aged, bottled in Memphis. First time that's been the case since Prohibition. It is Memphis Whiskey. It's unto its own. Maple, sugar, charcoal, distilling. It's good. 
every single time to drink on ice. You can have it neat. You can mix your favorite cocktail with it. But everyone in my house, when they join me, they love it. And on top of all that, go to olddominic.com to check out all of their other products, whether it's gin, vodka, or that Tennessee whiskey. But don't stop there. Head on downtown to that state-of-the-art distillery, and you can get a cocktail. You can check out a tour and tasting, and just have a good old time. Elevated, yet relaxed atmosphere. Sits at 305 South Front Street, Old Dominic Distillery. 